I want to gamble. I never want to hear those words out of your mouth again. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Pay him. Pay that man his money. Woo-hoo! Big bet for a big man! Sure you don't want to save a few bucks for the buffet? Welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet Podcast, part of the DWZ Fantasy Sports Network. And here are your hosts, Memphis at DWZ Memphis and Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. And now, to the fabulous Big Bets. Here's an idea. Why don't you give me half the money you were going to bet? Then we'll go out back, I'll kick you in the nuts, and we'll call it a day. You got lucky there. Yep, it was luck. So, that's it then. Hmm? Just like a young man coming in for a quickie. I feel so unsatisfied. Hey, welcome everybody and uh, hope you're all doing well. I wanted to hop on for a few minutes and just share the experience I've had with the big bet. I just started sports betting, God, five weeks ago when I actually signed up for uh, the MyBookie account. And since then, it's become a little addiction. And being able to uh, talk with Memphis and Kyle and the DMs and the group chat and uh, I swear Kyle and I are on like a synchronized schedule that we're always about to message each other, but bounce the ideas off. And ever since I started uh, listening with the big bet, I've been able to kind of formulate my own opinions. There are a few bets that the guys talk about that I like, but a lot of the time I'm able to start kind of formulating what I like and find different things based off of what they talk about. So it's a good time. It's a great episode. And I look forward to that every uh, Thursday morning. So you guys go ahead and pop on. Make sure you get a listen and sign up for uh, that my bookie. It's a great deal. You Tom Brady, you fat bitch. I hope you cry. <laughs> I do cry too. Jared Goff throws a football like he's got a in his pants. Todd Gurley is a snowflake loser, bitch. <laughs> Good lord. Jarvis Landry has a three-inch penis, confirmed by multiple reports. T.Y. Hilton is a. He just me over in fantasy. Him. You know you don't have to draft me, right? What's happening, everybody? Happy Thursday, and welcome to the Fabulous Big Bet, a division of DWZ Sports. I am your host, Memphis. You can find me on Twitter, at DWZ Memphis. And with me tonight, he is my co-host. He is newly dubbed with a permanent nickname. He is Dr. Kyle, a.k.a. the dirtiest player in the game today. Dr. Kyle, welcome to your own show. Happy to be here in Memphis, and I'm glad I've been dubbed the dirtiest player uh, because I might have what feels like some dirty likes and a dirty big bet this week. I I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I had some weird feelings this week about some of the numbers, the money lines, the spreads, the over-unders, um, but I'm sort of – I'm playing with winnings right now, so I'm dancing with the devil a little bit, so – Listeners, watchers, beware, but uh, let's see what happens this week. And You're going to hear my thought process, so I'm not going to just leave you high and dry with, here, take these guys for this amount. Um, but you're, you know, there's, there's probably going to be questions asked, which I want, because the only way we're going to get better is if we uh, poke and prod and, and move along. 
It feels like a long-winded way of saying that you're feeling yourself right now. That's what I'm saying because you you have been, in, in fairness, you have been particularly hot. Uh, hey, when and, when do we take victory laps from last week? That do what's do you have Never. a soundbite for victory laps? Because I I just like I'll put my victory lap. Um, uh, what do they call that on Instagram when they change the uh, the uh, the Oh my god. I'm I'm 32 now, going to be 33 next year. So I'm losing my ability to think about things social media. Anyway, a filter, that's what I was looking for. I'm going to put my victory lap filter on just for a couple minutes tonight, but not now. I'll uh I'll let you cue me on that. You're going to facetune some of your, uh, your 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 victory laps. You're you're, you're going to, you know, you're going to put a little uh, little cosmetics on the uh, on the blemishes of the week. We're going to jump into a quick recap, and then we're going to get into what we've got going on this week. Uh, the new shows. So uh, I owe our co-host, our buddy, Matthew Poole, a.k.a. Maddie Big Chest. I owe him and the listeners an apology, and I meant to do this on the Dynasty War Zone on Wednesday. I inadvertently uploaded an old show from last week on this week's Dynasty Coffee Talk with Maddie Biggs, and that's my bad. I apologize. I have the correct file now, but since we're downloading the fabulous Big Bet on Thursday, I will do the updated coffee talk on Friday and the People's Propcast on Saturday. So again, uh, I apologize to Maddie and the listener because you downloaded it on Friday and then again on Monday. But you did get to hear the snazzy new intro that we have for Maddie Biggs on Dynasty Coffee Talk. So Hope you're enjoying that. Maddie is putting a lot of time and effort into that, and Maddie is an amazing graphics guy. If you're checking us out on YouTube, and if you and if you haven't, you should. Uh, all of our amazing graphics, our overlays, and everything on the live stream on Periscope and YouTube is courtesy of Maddie Biggs. He will be doing MFL Customs this off season, so if you want to get connected with him, it's at Maddie Big Chest on Twitter. Uh, and I mentioned the Saturday podcast. Dr. Kyle, have you been listening to, because we'll, we'll take a little mini victory lap here. Have you been listening to the People's Prop Show? Uh, no. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, you're, you're off the <laughs> team. You, you must hate money. You, you must hate money because two weeks ago I was 2-1. and one. This past week I was 4-0. and oh, And in the three weeks I've been doing the People's Prop Cast, I am 7-3. and three. And I kind of get into some of the, the, the thought process and research behind it, but I've been doing overs, a lot a lot more overs than unders. And when you bet overs on player props, you, the, the house or the bookie, if you take the over, they get the injury on their side. So if a player gets hurt, they're probably not going to hit their over. And two of my three losses came when Kenny Galladay pulled up against the Colts with the hip. And then when LaVisca pulled up with the hamstring two weeks ago, I don't remember who that game was against. But that was... Uh, Bears, that, maybe? Uh, maybe. But that was that was two of my losses. So I'm doing the People's Propcast. That's dropping on Saturday afternoons. It's in your podcast player. It's a podcast-only show. It's not streamed live on YouTube. It's not streamed live on Twitter. You can only get it on the podcast feed, and that hits... I'd say around like like an early dinner. Like if you're like going to get like the early bird special at Denny's, then you would have it in your podcast player when you walked out for the drive home. But you'll have it in time for Sunday action. And Dr. Kyle, have you been getting the question, why are you guys so focused on doing a gambling show? Because I have. Just curious if you have. Uh, are you saying like mentally, am I asking myself every day, why am I gambling? I'm just kidding. Uh not so much. Let's uh, 
Where are you getting at with this? I, I am. So I've had a couple of people say, so, you know, I thought you guys were a dynasty show, which we are. That's the flagship. That's the Wednesday show. But the reason why we're doing the gambling-based podcast is because gambling is currently legal on sports in 20 of the 50 U.S. states. So 40% of the states can gamble on sports legally. Now, in some, you may have to actually go to a like a brick-and-mortar building. You may not be able to do app-based gambling yet. I was talking on Wednesday with Jerry over on the Dynasty Warzone show that in Michigan, they can start doing app-based gambling in December. And, you know, online gambling, whether it's through mybookie.ag or app-based gambling, it's still a lot more convenient than actually having to drive to a casino. I could drive to a casino about, it's about 30 minutes north of where I live in Anderson, Indiana. They have a, a horse track and they have a sports book. And, but why? Why would I want to drive 30 minutes one way to get down when I can do it right here on mybookie.ag? So, um, but so not only are those 20 states legal, 27 states are either in the middle of passing legislation or have just introduced legislation to get the ball rolling. See what I did there? Sports, get the ball. Come on, Dr. Kyle, this is not your first time. <laughs> that's not yes. a by folks. That's a real laugh. That's a real laugh. That's not a laugh track. And so 47 states potentially by January 1, 2022. So we're trying to be out ahead of this thing. We, we like the action. It's a lot of fun. And I like, uh, I, I've, I've been into gambling a lot longer than I've been into fantasy football. Now, I've been into fantasy football for a long, long time. But I, I do love me some gambling, too. And since more states are going to have access, we want to have a, a show for you. And let's see here. Five-star reviews. Dr. Kyle, what is the freest way to help out this podcast and YouTube enterprise? Tell us how awesome we are or how shitty we are, but pull over if you're driving right now. Hop on Apple, Spotify. Uh, I think there's some others. And just let us know, hey, what are we doing great that you love? Or tell us what you don't like, and we will read it, listen, and we'll make it better because that's what we do. We're here for you. We're the People's Podcast. 100%. And if you want to get all of these shows live in real time, just make sure you're subscribed at YouTube. That su- Subscribe notifications turned on you'll never miss anything but yeah those five-star reviews those are the lifeblood to any podcast uh youtube subscribers are the lifeblood of the youtube so if you would be so kind um we we will not charge for the stuff that we do here at the big bet i know if you want to and dr kyle i don't know why you would but you can pay for a tout service you can pay 10 bucks for bets uh like i'll bet so if if you're already paying, so let me make sure I got, I got this correct, Doctor. Wait, you I'm, you have to pay somebody else. Like, so if you listen to us for free last week, you probably won money. I know but I was three and one. We're, we're, gonna, we're, we're gonna get into that on. Uh, we're gonna get into that in just a second. But uh, I, I mean, I was three and one. What did you go? I mean, as far as so. I mean, with what I talked just, about on just, here last just, week, yeah, yeah, undefeated. Just the records. Un- undefeated. Yeah. So if you listen to us, you made money. We ask you for yes. $0.0, $0 in return. There Three are dollars. Of, we're, we're, giving you, we're giving away money. And if you listen to the prop cast, there was another four winners right there. We're asking you for nothing in return but to take the time to hit pause on this podcast. To If you're watching on YouTube or if you're watching on Twitter, just slide over to the other and subscribe. That helps us grow. That helps us do big things. 
and we're, we're trying to uh, add more shows. You know, I, I, this is another question I've had. There, people are like, why do you guys continue to add new shows in, in season? And, and my only response is, why not? Why not? Kyle, do you know how many good ideas have just been left like on the drawing, you know, on the drawing board because no one ever acted on it? Yeah, life is about actions. Like we could all pretend and and think and just okay, what maybe maybe this, maybe that. But the only way you know is if you try and either you're you fail and okay. So if after 6 weeks of a new pod, everybody says f this, thumbs down, zero stars, we move on. But the, on the other hand, we could then help win everybody money, make everybody happier, maybe make the world a better place. Uh, maybe some unicorns dance around, some leprechauns come out from underneath, some some rainbows and pots of gold here and there, and I'll take the ladder every day. You know, it's good to know that I have uh, another co-host beyond my, my normal co-host, Jerry, a.k.a. the man of the hour, and the man with the power who will take shit down a weird road. But hey, you know what? You are filling those shoes <laughs> Nicely. All right, you can check out the show. If you're not on social media, you can check us out. Just uh, email the show, dynastywarzone at gmail.com. Pretty simple to find us there. But if you're on social media, you can check out the show, Dynasty Warzone, on Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And uh, Dr. Kyle, let's let's start talking about some gambling. You want to? Let's do it. That's what we're here for. That's what the people are here for. That is what the people are here for. This first segment, uh, our recap from last week, is brought to you by our buddies over at Viridian Global. That is our official apparel provider of uh, the Dynasty Warzone and the DWZ Network. Because not only will you find Dynasty Warzone shirts there, you'll find the original Hawkamania. You will find the uh, Aaron Godgers t-shirt made out of cheese, it looks like as well as many others brought to you by our friends at Viridian Global. That is V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, ViridianGlobal.com. They've got tees, they've got hoodies. And uh, Dr. Kyle, do you know what just uh, launched over at Viridian Global? Let me guess, hats? Please tell me hats. I I wish you would have guessed wrong, but you're right. It is hats. Yes! They are uh, a, a nice flex fit hat. I think the vendor is Nike. On these, man, they're pretty sharp, and they're here just in time for the holiday season. Now, if you're like me, I don't want a lot of stuff. I I don't tend to be a a materialistic person. I like t-shirts. I like baseball caps. My my podcast setup's pretty nice. But if you're looking for something for for, for Christmas, check out our friends at Viridian Global. All you got to do is copy the link and email it to whoever's asking you what you want for a gift. Like my mom. I don't know about your mom, but my mom is a pain in the butt in a good way. What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? What do you want for Christmas? You know what? If, if you have someone in your life asking you that, copy your favorite Viridian Global t-shirt link and just email it to them. Boom. They go right there. Send them the link. Size whatever size you wear. They go right to that link. You're making their life easy. Boom. Hit the hyperlink. Go right to the Hawkamania t-shirt. You order your size. They ship it to your your family member or friend. They put it in a nice gift bag or they wrap it. That's the next level. And then boom, Christmas Day, you're happy as a clam because you've got fresh merch from our friends at ViridianGlobal.com. How about that? You're getting a sweet t-shirt. Your gift-giving family member or friend, you made their life easier. Who's losing here, Dr. Kyle? Uh, the people who are not listening to this podcast. 
the people who don't know about our homies over at Viridian Global. So check them out. Viridian Global, one more time, V-E-R-I-D-I-A-N, ViridianGlobal.com, and uh, see what they have in store for you today. So, Dr. Kyle, you went undefeated. Give us a, a quick recap. What was your overall record, and what about those wins and losses uh, stuck out to you? So, I was very much on the Dolphins-Chargers game in Miami last week. I liked Miami lay in the two and a half. And I also, the over of 48 was my big bet. And both of those hit. I I also, so I parlayed them. I teased them. So that's where a lot of my winnings came from last week. I was also on the Colts uh, getting two against ten, Tennessee on Thursday night. You know, I'm not one to like to bet those division rival games, but I just still feel like Tennessee, we are paying a, a tax, as they say, for their early early season hotness. The Colts' defense has been getting hot. Give me Frank Reich over uh, Mike Vrabel every day. Uh, not a, not a Philip Rivers fan, but that just felt right. And then my my other bet mentioned last week was I liked. You know, I'm not one to lay the points, but I really liked the Saints laying nine at home against San Francisco. 49ers are super banged up, uh, and the Saints were rolling. Unfortunately, Drew Brees left that game last week with an injury that's going to put him out a couple weeks because up until that point, I thought those if there was a team that could give the Chiefs or the Steelers a run for their money uh, in the AFC, I think from the NFC, it was the Saints. They're notoriously off to a little bit of a slow start. They were getting rolling. Um, so if they could keep rolling with Jameis, I think uh, you know I'm going to probably – avoid the saints for a week or two you know we'll get to likes at some point but you know that was i i feel good i felt good after last week um so that's that's where i'm at how about you how'd you do last week well i didn't i i had action on the under in the cleveland and uh who are they playing houston Thank you. I knew it was a, yeah. a dome team. Yeah, Houston and Cleveland, I had the under. I tweeted that out way early in the week. So before I, I get into my recap and ask you about the whole Nick Chubb fiasco, one of my new hacks, my, my best practice, is on Monday when the look-ahead lines are still out there. I go in and I just I, I pull up a sheet of where every game is. And I literally, this is the level of degeneracy, but I'm trying to win. I, I leave no stone unturned. And I have every NFL team in my iPhone as a location under the weather app. I go I right that. in. I, I go right in. Well, I, I don't have Indy because I live in Indy. I don't sure. have Detroit. I don't have Minneapolis. I don't have the dome teams. There's no point in having the dome teams. It doesn't do me any good. They're going to be in a dome. But all right. of the non-dome teams I have in my phone, and I literally go and I look at the weather games. And I had done this for Cleveland. And I bet the under. Uh, it was a double unit bet for me because I, I loved it that much. And that game ended up, I got it at 53. The over-under opened at 55 and a half and it ended up closing at 44. And it ended up being, like I think it was like 10 to 7. Yeah, Some, 17 was the total. Yeah, it, it was horrible. Um, but speaking of that game, so so that was, that was one of my better bets last week. I did well with that. But before I, I hit a couple of others, what did you what did you make of the Nick Chubb play? As you know, he's he he jailbreaks. He's he's hustling ass down the sideline. You know, if you've got him in daily or you if you had Cleveland, I know some people had Cleveland at you know minus three, minus three and a half. In some cases, minus four, and he ducks out at the one yard line. Uh, what did you think? 
the one the one major thought that came to mind was why didn't he go down in bounds to keep the clock running or force a timeout? I don't I don't know how much time was left, what the timeout situation was. I just know if you're going to just abort your run at that point, which he did the right thing. Like I'm sure the coaches were like, do not score on this play. And he's like, okay, I can't score on this play. And then he's all of a sudden he's running down the sidelines, probably not expecting to have a scoring chance on the play and just runs out of bounds. Um, but if you're going to stop the clock, it, I feel like it makes more sense to get the six or seven points along the way. I don't know. Uh, but That's, look, I get it. It's, yeah. It, it, it's like, it's, it's a, it's a very protocol based thing where he probably like, there's only so much processing and thinking you can do in real time. So his, in his head, it was like, all right, don't score here where, but he didn't think, okay, don't score and stay in bounds is different than don't score and go out of bounds versus score. So, yeah. Do, do you think he was influenced by the Todd Gurley thing that happened maybe three weeks ago where, uh, I, I mean, gotta think so. It, it, I it gotta think so. It would have been simpler in the Todd Gurley case just to have had the team of, you know, knelt down twice and kicked a field goal and called it a day and they'd be undefeated under Raheem Morris. But, yeah, I, I think that was in his mind. He's like, if I, I, I bet you he's thinking as he's sprinting down the sideline, by the way. So think about doing anything while running at full speed with grown yeah. men chasing you with a football in your hand. And he's probably just thinking, hey, if I step out of bounds, the defenders can't push me in the end zone. Because he Thank probably you. thought, hey, if I kneel down at the one or I stoop down at the one, the defenders could pick me up and throw me in the end zone. So I'm just going to be extra safe and I'm going to duck out of bounds. I, that had to have been his mentality, right? Uh, yeah, I, I think so. Because because w- what does it matter if he goes down at the one versus if he goes down at the the four? Where, where were they running from? Yeah, exactly the four, the ten. Because it, I mean, it, it was a fairly, yeah, it was a longer like a run. 50 right? yard, it was like a fifty-ish yard run. So he's he well was, past the first down marker. So he had any, the, yeah. Any, yeah, any point after the first down marker is probably a time to go down inbounds. And I know there are slightly different rules for the quarterback, but if he goes on and does like a baseball slide, you know, like he just, yeah. you know, at that point he's given himself up, and I believe the refs have to blow the whistle. Yeah. So so then the clock would run, and you would just run the clock out that way. I don't know. I, I thought it was odd. And the other one that I thought was odd was the Arizona Cardinals game. It was the. Do you remember? It was a, it was a commercial. It was a long time ago. Anything you can do, I can do better. And, oh yeah, I remember that. And it was the Josh Allen versus Kyler Murray show, with like thirty four <laughs> seconds left. And and for a guy who's often lamented about his accuracy issues, Josh Allen drops an absolute dime to Stephon Diggs. I mean, Stephon Diggs is covered very well by Patrick Peterson. And Josh Allen just lays this thing out perfectly. Stephon Diggs makes a beautiful catch. 32 seconds to go. They're up by four. And, you know, here it comes. And just when you, uh, just when you think you, you've, uh, you've snatched victory from the jaws of defeat, the, uh, the gambling gods say, not so fast, my friend. And Kyler Murray rolling to his left, of, not to his right, but to his left, about a half a yard from stepping out of bounds, flips the wrist and drops an absolute butte right into the hands of DeAndre Hopkins. How crazy was that series of about, in real time, it was probably five minutes, but in it, it, what, what felt like a lifetime, how crazy was that as you were sitting there in, uh, in your apartment watching the game? 
Unreal. Unreal. I mean, I, I think that just I mean, obviously like Josh Allen has shown who he can be this year. Um, but Kyler Murray is cementing himself as potentially just an elite quarterback in this league right now to have that composure down for. And then, I mean, look, if you want to, if you want to give people a hard time, like how do none of those bills get the, the fewest of fingers on that ball um, to just deflect it, whatever. I don't know. I also don't understand how uh, the, the Texans traded Hopkins away for a bag of sunflower seeds and um, you know, uh, a tank of gas in their, 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 House, airplane, vehicle of travel. We'll, we'll stay, I'm going to bail you out. We'll stick with Team Bus. And, and this is not the <laughs> fantasy show, but it certainly has fantasy implications. We were talking about Josh Allen. And, you know, I just want to tip my cap because I always wear one because it keeps the headphones from irritating my poor little dome. But, you know, talk about a guy who came into the, the season who was much maligned for his passing prowess. And, you know, all he's doing right now, these are these are Josh Allen stats. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Now, now, mind you, he's just now going on by, but he leads the league in passing yards currently. He'll lose that um, to, to several of these guys. But currently, through 10 games, 2,871. So he's averaging 287 passing yards a game. So, so then you go to completion percentage, right? He was a guy who was like a 55% career passer coming into this year. Mm-hmm. 68%, 68.4%. Uh, passer completing completion rate right now. Uh, passer rating, Josh Allen, number eight, 103.2, uh, right up there. I mean, he's actually got a better passer rating right now than Justin Herbert. And we're all going goo goo and gaga for, for Justin Herbert. Uh, yards per attempt, Josh Allen, number eight. Passing TDs, Josh Allen, number six with 21 TDs through 10 games. He's averaging two a game. Uh, QB rushing yards, Josh Allen, number six with 280. QB rushing uh, touchdowns, Josh Allen, number five. Your dog loves it. Your dog loves it. They're in the in, big in the Josh Allen fan over here. I, I love it. I, I love it. I'm a big Josh Allen fan. Your what's your dog's name? Stevie Nicks. Stevie Stevie Nicks, huge, <laughs> huge Josh Allen. Makes sense. You guys are in New York City. You're you're yeah, a, you're, yeah. A, you're a stone's throw from Buffalo. <laughs> Buffalo's the capital, right? No, not quite. Albany. Oh, it's upper upstate New York. You know what I'm saying. So anyway, it's all we'll the same do, shit. Yeah, we're 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 uh, we're filibustering. So I'll get into some more of mine. Uh, obviously, I'll start with my big bet. It was a loss, and I, I don't want to call it a bad beat. But but how can you lose when I had Denver at Oakland over fifty and a half? Okay, fifty point five points. Over under. How can you lose that when Oakland scores 37 by themselves? Denver literally needs to put two touchdowns on the board. How do they not cover that that, that 14 points? Probably four Drew Lock INTs. And this game had a total of five field goals. Five field goals. I only need one of those five to be converted to a TD, and, and I'm in the cash. But I'm yeah. not mad. I, I'm going to continue to look to, to bet the Raiders over. Um, when I like the spots, I'm still 7-3. and three. On the on the season and my big bet and overall betting on things I've given out on the show, I'm 33, 23, and two. Now I'm a lot more uh, I'm a lot more conservative than you. You like firing live in real time, making some big bets. Uh, what did you notice about betting in real time? Because I, I know you do a lot of that on mybookie.ag. 
You know, I don't know if I did so much of that last week. I think I was. Uh, I think everything was ahead of the starting time for games last week. I, I thought uh, you jumped in the, on Denver. I thought you jumped in on Denver at halftime. Maybe that was two weeks ago. Just two weeks ago, I jumped in at Denver on half at, at halftime against the Falcons. Um, I did not. Luckily, that that probably would have been a mistake this past week. Uh, but well, the, the reasoning behind it was the Falcons have been, you know, uh, maybe not so much under Raheem Morris, but they've not been a great second half team. And I was like, yeah, give me the Broncos basically in the second half getting the, the points. Um, not so much against the Raiders, but, uh, you know, it, it might have just been one of those days where I wasn't looking at the app or uh, the website or my computer so much during the games. And so I, I was not active during the games last week. All right. Well, we're we're trying to shorten this uh, looking back at it segment because nobody, it's not doing us much good unless we learned a lot from it. To sit here and either you know commiserate and you know put a tear in our beer or you know pat each other on the back about what a great week we have because uh, we, we can't go back and bet those games. But we do have new games to bet. And Dr. Kyle, do you know where these fine people can bet games? Uh mybookie.ag that check out the big brain on dr kyle how do you think he got through med school he's he's incredibly intelligent and that's where you do your betting and all of our week 11 big bets and props and things that we like are brought to you by mybookie.ag they're the official odds provider of the fabulous big bet and they're the sports betting site that we love the most. And if you head over there right now and you use the promo code DWZ Memphis, they will match your initial deposit 50%. So if you put in a thousand, and a thousand is as much as I've seen on any app, any site, anywhere, you can go up to a grand and they will match it with up to 500. So if you put in a grand, 500. You put in 500, 250. If you can do math, boom, you're right there. If you can't, Hit up Dr. Kyle at DWZ underscore Dr. PT. He can answer any questions that you have. Because, Dr. Kyle, I, I don't know how you feel about yourself, but I consider you to be pretty intelligent. Uh, I don't want to fall guilty of the Dunning-Kruger effect. And because I'm aware of it, I will not. I think I'm above average. But we always, we can always get better. This is true, but if, if and you had initially you had like a couple of hiccups trying to get signed up. So if any of these people need to reach out to you, they can do that by going to dwz underscore doctor pt, or they can just email us at dynastywarzone at gmail dot com. Happy to help. Happy to help. Happy to help. Check out our friends at mybookie.ag, and there's a hyperlink in the show notes, guys. If you're listening on the podcast. Hit pause, go into the show notes, you'll see hyperlink for hate brand goods for mybookie.ag, Viridian Global. Everything that you need to support the show, boom, right there. One shot and go. Make it happen. Enjoy the action. Take advantage of our bets. And uh, Dr. Kyle, give them a bet to take advantage of. All right, so my first like, and unfortunately the line has already moved, so maybe i got to start tweeting look-ahead lines. But one of my big likes of the week was the Green Bay Packers are going to Indianapolis and they were getting two and a half on my bookie. So everybody, if you're listening, watching, whatever, go look at all of your apps right now and see what the Green Bay Indy line is because it's already moved to one and a half. Uh, you know, Packers still getting points, but I feel like this Packers team is just getting rolling. Aaron Rodgers is clearly a, uh, I don't want to say a front runner, but he's he's in that, you know, that, 
that top tier of quarterbacks who are up for the MVP this year. And I will take, you know, I've been an Aaron Rodgers hater in the past. Maybe that's just because I'm a salty Cowboys fan and we've seen the Packers do us wrong too many times. But give me give me Aaron Rodgers over Phillip Rivers 21 times out of 20 uh, since they've both been born. I know Frank Reich knows what, he, knows what he's doing in Indianapolis. But, you know, if we're looking at you – know, so, so I'm looking at this line. I'm like, how are the Packers getting points? Like, I get it. Like, the Colts are coming off of a good win against Tennessee. But is Tennessee really that good of a team? Where are all of the Colts' good wins coming from? You know, they blew out the Lions a bit a couple of weeks ago. I don't know how I feel about the Lions. And it's like the Bengals, they lost to the Browns. They barely beat the Bears. Okay, they blew right, out the I'm, Jets. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut you off. Where's the Packers' good win? What's, what's the Packers' good win? You're you're 100% right. And maybe should have led with that for the narrative here. Um, but that's – I just feel like this – so maybe the game last week where – I guess the, I would give you the Saints. I would give you – they beat the Saints in New Orleans in, in week three. So yep. I'm looking at – they beat the Vikings in week one. They beat the they beat the Lions, the Saints, the Falcons. They got absolutely destroyed by the Buccaneers. Yes. Um, they beat the Texans. They beat the they got smashed by the Vikings. They beat the the shorthanded 49ers, and then they beat the Jags by four at home. Yes. So, but my question, not that I don't like the pick because I thought the same thing, but are you not concerned that the type of team that gives Green Bay trouble? That's the kind of team the Colts are. They smash you in the mouth up front. They stop the run. And DeForest Buckner and Darius Leonard and that front four, excuse me, that front seven, you know, that's a bully front seven. And I think back last year when uh, DeForest Buckner and his homie uh, Eric Armstead and the boys in San Francisco kicked the dog shit out of these. That does none of that bothers you or concerns you. And then maybe that's why it's a like. Yeah, and it very much is a like and not a big bet. You know, I didn't because look, I I looked at the line as like you know Monday Monday two and a half for the Packers, and I thought about it. I'm like this Colts defense is one of the better defenses, but I don't know if they've seen a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers yet. And you know, this I think this is a game where we're going to learn about a, a lot about both teams from, and it, it's more of a feeling so much than hard cold evidence uh and yes i guess you know i get that they only beat the jaguars by four but the jaguars had you know not necessarily a great offensive outing i don't want to beat them down too much because i'm going to need them for a narrative in a minute for for another like um but i just feel like aaron Rodgers is is cooking more so at this point than russ was cooking earlier in the season and that like that that's why it's a like look this isn't one where it, well, if this gets to a pick then it's maybe it's not the Packers anymore. You know, I just liked it for the points, getting two and a half. I could see it being close. But, you know, if you tell me this game is has the potential for a shootout or if the Packers get ahead, give me the Packers. I just don't know if Phillip Rivers has much left in him uh, with with this offense. I know we like Michael Pittman and these running backs are doing things, but, you know, they were against the – like the Titans are – one of the worst defenses in the league. And that took them a bit to get going against Tennessee last week. That game was not anywhere near the Colts game until the second half. Um, and so for those reasons, I I like, I lean the Packers with the two and a half. Keep an eye on this line because if it keeps moving towards the Colts, you're, you're going to avoid it. But if it starts moving back towards the Packers getting more points, then I think it's okay to hop on board. 
I, I think if if you like the Packers, you get it now because the Packers are a very public team, and the closest we get to, as closer that we get to the start time of this game, more money's going to come in on the Packers because people are going to have that same gut reaction I did. They're going to look at this game. They're going to be like, "Well, the Packers are the better team. How are they getting points?" And the money's going to come pouring in on. Green Bay, and then I think on Sunday morning, a lot of sharp action is going to roll in on Indianapolis. And you said, you know, how can the, the Colts score on this team? Well, I, I will ask you this. They, the, the, this Packers defense gave up 34 to the Vikings. They gave up 21 to the Lions, 30 to the Saints, 16 to the Falcons, 38 to the Buccaneers, 20 to the Texans, 28 to the Vikings the second time, and then 17 to a very banged-up San Francisco team, and then 20 to the Jags. I'm sorry, none of those offenses are world beaters. And I see a lot of teams hanging 20s and 30s on this team. And yes, I, while I agree the, the Colts have not faced uh, a quarterback with the exception of Lamar Jackson, who is a good quarterback, but a different type of quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. I, I don't know that, that I I looked at it and I thought, man, something feels fugazi. I, I want to do some more digging. So this one was not on... This one was not on my line. One that I like, this was one that I initially didn't like, but when I started doing the research, so you went against my team, I'm going against your team. I am looking at the Minnesota Vikings currently laying seven on mybookie.ag at home against the Andy Dalton-led Dallas Cowboys. And I'm asking myself, uh, do, do, do you know what EPA is, uh, Dr. Kyle? Have you have you have you have, have you heard have you heard have you heard the term? I have, but I'm drawing a blank on it, what it is. It, it, it's it's a football betting term for ex, expected points added, and here's the definition: yes. yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, expected points added is a football statistic that seeks to measure the value of individual plays in terms of points. This is done by calculating the expected points of the down distance and field position at the start of a play and contrasting it with the situation at the end of a play. So basically what it does is it takes away garbage time. So when a team's favored to win by around 90%, they just throw that out the window, right? Because like the, the garbage time touchdown with the Niners against the Green Bay, that would not that would not impact either San Francisco or Green Bay's expected points allowed. So over the last month, do you know who the number one team in the NFL is in expected points allowed? I'm going to go ahead the, and say the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah, that is correct. And I want to give a shout-out to the crew at pregame.com for being a great place to get research and, and information like that to share with our listeners. But, yeah, and I'm, but I'm waiting. That's why I like it now. I don't want to give up the full touchdown until – until that game drops to six and a half. Dallas Cowboys, very popular team. They're going to be like, I get to see Cowboys fans and the general public, you know, John Q. Public, being like, I, I, I know Dallas is bad, but they can't possibly give them seven. And I'm going to wait. Hopefully the action pushes this one to six and a half. If it gets to six and a half at like lay a dollar ten, I'm in. I, I, I'm in. Uh, so I like it now. I don't love it. I will post out my final big bets. Do you have another uh, a game that, that you like before we uh, hit a couple of big bets? Well, yeah. I, I mean, I just wanted to mention, like, I like that one. I looked at that one today and said, the second this one gets, like, down to six and a half or six, I'm probably going to take the Vikings for the same reasons. Like, we listen, you know, to some of the same guys, and the Vikings are coming off of 
three big wins. The you know they beat the Bears on the road, beat the Lions at home by touchdowns, beat the Packers on the road. You know they lost to the Vikings, I think, or lost to the Falcons. I think that was uh, the first game post Dan Quinn firing, and then they barely missed out on beating the Seahawks, um, who we did still are. I think we're trying to figure out who they are. Um, but I guess uh, I'm going to go. You know, speaking of likes and speaking of the Seahawks, I like Arizona on Thursday getting three points in Seattle. I know in the past we've been trained to fear, you know, the 12th man of Seattle. I don't think that's an issue this year. This Seattle team, let, let's talk about their travel and their, um, their uh, oh, my God, filibustering, their, their games the past few weeks because they have not been the same team. And honestly – they weren't that great of a team that we just know they've been putting up points. And maybe we're talking about what's become a public team because of the hashtag let Russ cook, but the Seahawks in their past, let's go past five weeks. So they barely beat the Vikings. That game more or less came down to a coin flip towards the end of the game. And then they lost to the Cardinals in OT. Okay. Big, big evening game, uh, Sunday or Monday night, I think Sunday night. So they're, they're home against Minnesota. They're then away at Arizona. Then they go back home to against uh, San Francisco, and they win by 10. But we've now seen other teams boat race the 49ers. Then they go to Buffalo and lose by 10. And I think that game was uh, going into the fourth quarter. It was more than a 10-point game. I could be wrong. Uh, And then they come back to L.A. to play the Rams, an in-division opponent, and lose by seven. And now they're going back home to play the Cardinals. And the Cardinals might be one of the hottest teams in the league right now. I think Kyler Murray's the real deal. I think Cliff Kingsbury is doing enough. I don't think he's necessarily holding them back, um, doing enough to make them uh, legitimate contenders in this NFC West. And I think the travel is catching up to the Seahawks. I also think some injuries are Chris Carson. Uh, I think you brought him up uh, on the pod today with Jerry. He's been banged up. And since he's been banged up, the Seahawks offense hasn't looked the same. He's questionable. Tyler Lockett is questionable. You know, Tyler Lockett was, uh, he had a big fantasy day against the Cardinals, um, you know, a month ago. And, but they held Metcalf out of the, the, the score sheet pretty significantly, if I remember correctly. And so, you know, in a game that has big uh, implications for both teams, you know, give me, give me the hotter team that's looking better and looking healthier um, over the team that is traveling all over the place for the past uh, five or six weeks. Uh, I, th- I think the Cardinals, yeah, the Cardinals have been home for the past three games. They have been home three games in a row, but they do have to travel, and teams that that have the travel on the short week don't tend to do as well. And it doesn't feel like it's that far, but do you know how far it is by air by air miles from Phoenix to Seattle? You're a man know. who travels twelve hundred miles one way, so it's a sure. lot. For, it's a lot further than it seems on a short week. And there's a statistic out there that it's not good taking the uh, the road team when they travel over 800 miles. I don't remember the exact statistic, but I just remember it was not good. And that and then do, 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 have you seen the weather? Now you talked about the you're not worried about like the huge emotional letdown spot after this huge come from behind win um, tomorrow in Seattle, see? Every 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 app has got, you know, got all my weather apps. Tomorrow in the during the game, 
there's a 50% chance of rain. 45 degrees, 50% chance of rain. I, I, I just remember last year uh, on Thursday night where Seattle, you know, got that sneaky cover against the L.A. Rams on, on a Thursday night at home. I can't go against I, – I feel like I'm getting the better head coach. I feel like I'm still getting the better quarterback. Uh, the, the Seattle team – so I don't know that I'm willing to bet Seattle, but I am definitely not willing to bet – Arizona. So I see why that's a like. My other like is uh, stop me if you've heard this before, but Sunday in Cleveland, it's going to be rainy and it's going to be windy. Now, not like monsoon 40 mile an hour gust. It's supposed to be between 15 and 20 miles an hour and rainy. So what did I do? Because uh, I, I did my weather research on Monday. I jumped on and I got Cleveland Lane, I'm excuse me, Cleveland and Philly under 48 and a half. Uh, it's already down to 46.5 on mybookie.ag. I had a conversation with a really awesome dude named JC who reached out and we were talking about that game. I was like, I think I like it all the way down to 44.5. That's the kind of game where it feels like 20 to 24. I think there'll be a little bit more scoring because the win's not as bad, but mm-hmm. that's one that I like. And uh, so those two, uh, I like Dallas. If excuse me, I like Minnesota against Dallas, if I can get six and a half, and I've already bet the under, I, like I said, I think I would play it down to 44 and a half. I wouldn't go crazy. I would monitor that. I would monitor the weather in Cleveland and see what happens. But those are two that I like. Now, let's get into a big bet because we've got to talk about everybody's favorite subject, DFS, here in a few minutes. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one bonus like real quick because it's super contrarian, but I you know I, I dug into it a little bit. I, I like the uh, the Jags getting ten against Pittsburgh this week. I know everybody's like, how can you like uh, a team going up against the only undefeated team in the league who's known for their steel curtain defense at this point? Let me just like let, let's run through the Steelers games. So the Steelers have boat raced the Browns thirty eight to seven. And boat race the Bengals 36 to 10. But outside of those games, they beat the Cowboys by five, the Ravens by four, the Titans by three, they beat the Eagles by nine, the Texans by seven, the Broncos by five, and the Giants by 10 in week one in a game that the Giants very well looked like they could have had in hand. And so now if we're talking about narratives, so the Steelers have played, so they, they played on the road at Tennessee, on the road at Baltimore, on the road at Dallas home against the Bengals, and now they're going to fly to Jacksonville, a team that probably thrives in the cold weather in the north. Call it the northeast if you want, but it's, Pittsburgh is not really the northeast, but they're more or less the same climate. And they're going to Jacksonville, which is going to be hot and humid, and they are looking ahead. If this is ever a, a sandwich game, uh, almost like I thought the Packers was against the Jaguars last week, which almost makes me think like maybe that's why the Giants have covered so much is every team that goes up against the Giants is already looking ahead to the next week. I don't want to get into that, but they play the Steelers on Thanksgiving in a game that has lots of important playoff implica- implications. Um, you know, the Steelers are undefeated and the Ravens have underperformed to this this point in the season. So I think the Steelers are already looking ahead. I think they're going to go into Jacksonville. I think they're going to do decent enough. I think they'll win, but I think we see a Jacksonville team that seems a bit revived. They're not, you know, they're not going to compete at this point with anybody. They're probably still only going to, you know, hit two or three wins probably this year. But, uh, you know, the Steelers are going to try and get in, get out. The Jaguars look competent on offense 
with an, a healthy quarterback. Minshew was injured with a thumb injury most of the season, um, so I don't think we've really seen. What was Minshew ever good? Eh, he beat the Colts in week one. Went 19 for 20. Well, a, a blind dog finds a warm spot on the sidewalk every once in a while. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, there, 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 there's un, unexplained flying objects. I don't think I mean, Gardner Minshew is ever any good, but I, I like I like your, your your thought process here because that's for me because I I I agree that this is a like because I just see you know Mike Tomlin and Big Ben and, and that veteran team coming in they're up you know eight nine ten points I think I would have won at ten and a half plus and they're just going to try to gl- grind clock and get the hell out of there hey we've yeah. got a to your point they got a big game on the horizon Thanksgiving night the big prime time game. And you just want to get in and out of Jacksonville with the W and healthy. To your point, it's going to be 75 degrees. There's a 40% chance of rain. So for those reasons, yeah, if I can get 10, I, 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 what do you say the number was? 13 and a half? No, it's 10 right now. Is it 10? It was because I saw I saw the look ahead was as high as 14. Oh, shit. Wish I got and, that. <laughs> and, 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 well, I wish I did too. But, you know, with the number being 10, I wouldn't touch it. 10 and a half. I think I might get down a small bet. Anyway, I want to hear about a big bet. Forget a small bet. We're done talking small bets. I want a big bet. Give me a big bet. What's a big bet? Here's my big bet of the week. And one of the teams I don't ever want to touch their – I basically don't want to touch them for any fantasy purpose generally. But the New York Jets are flying to L.A. and playing the Chargers in beautiful weather this Sunday. And the over-under is set at 47. Give me the over – We've seen what the Chargers can do on offense at this point. Uh, the Jets are coming off a bye. They're the healthiest they've been. They're coming off of a very uplifting game where they scored 27 points uh, against their rival New England Patriots and had the shot to win the game. Um, I don't love anything about Joe Flacco other than the fact that he's got some confidence under his belt and the receivers in New York or technically New Jersey are getting a bit healthier. I think we're going to see Denzel Mims, Jamison Crowder, Brashard Perriman, and uh, Braxton Berrios all at some point. And they also have LaMichael Pirine, who's getting a, uh, his his workload is growing. And this Chargers team, like, what do the Chargers do? The Chargers score points and they give up points. They've given up 29 to the Dolphins, 31 to the Raiders, 31 to the Broncos, 29 to the Jaguars, 30 to the Saints, 38 to the Bucks. Um, you know, I don't love that I have the Jets involved in a big bet, but I'm not here to, to like teams. Uh, I'm here to to like numbers. And in a week, I you know, I think we're finally seeing the over-unders catch up to where they should be generally. You know, like I'm looking at my bookie real quick and we got, okay, Cardinal Seahawks 57.5, Eagles Browns 47, 15.5 Atlanta New Orleans, Patriots 49. Steelers Jacks 46 and a half. Like if there's ever a low over under for the week that I like both teams uh, to not do much on defense and potentially blow up on offense, this is it like 47 points. You know, this is, I, I don't know. I just feel like that the chargers could easily put up 30 and the, the jets could easily put up 21 to 24. And for that reason, like, are those reasons uh, my big bet of the week is, is chargers jets over 47. Chargers, Jets, over 47. Uh, I, I like where your mindset is. I am also sticking with over-unders. They've been very, very good to me. I am going Miami and at Denver under 45. Here's why. Miami tied 
for the fourth fewest points per game on the season. They've given up 182 uh, or 20.2 points a game. But since Byron Jones came back from injury in week five, Miami has only given up 17.2 points per game. They held San Francisco, uh, a, a pretty banged up San Francisco, but, he, but they held them to uh, 17. They blanked the Jets. They held the Rams to 17. They did give up 31 to the Cardinals, but man, I mean, the, this Cardinals offense is on fire. And they gave up 21 to the Chargers, and that was the one that impressed me because before that, since Justin Herbert had been the starter in L.A., that team had been scoring approximately 30 points per game, and they held them to 21 points a game. I I, I can't get enough of that. Plus, Drew Locke is banged up. And by the way, side note, some would think that this might be a big Noah Fant game for DFS, and they would be dead-ass wrong. <laughs> Miami, Miami only gives up 10 full-point PPR, so if you play on DraftKings, they only give up full uh, 10 full-point PPR points to the tight end. You can find a cheaper better option out there you can uh, we're going to talk about those in just a second and deep and denver's defense is actually 11th in yards per play given up uh, it's a little misleading because they do give up 28.2 points per game it's because the offense is a turnover machine that's my fear that's the one thing that i think could cause this game to go over but much like you talked about with the uh, the look ahead there, I think this is a game that Miami just wants to win. They want to move uh, a game ahead of the uh, Buffalo Bills in the standings. And for those reasons, man, I am going to go under 45. I see this game being something like 24-17, maybe 24-13. I don't see a ton of uh, points. I don't see a ton of fireworks. I just see a, a solid effort. And I, on, on a fantasy note, I am not starting one Denver Bronco. Uh, hmm. I, could, I could see playing maybe Melvin Gordon, even as bad as he's played, or uh, Phillip Lindsay if one or the other were to sit out. But I'm not hmm. playing the wide receivers. Byron Jones and Xavier Howard have been nasty. I just mentioned what they're doing to the tight end. No thank you. Uh, I would be looking to play Miami's defense, not in DFS, because they are quite pricey and speaking of dfs are you ready to talk some dfs i am all right here we go so this uh this segment's brought to you by our friends at hate brand goods they are prepping for their big black friday event and there are some fresh drops especially for the ladies so check them out you can go over to the hate at the hviii.com they released a new color of dr kyle's favorite goat shorts it's an olive green uh, not quite an OD green, but an olive green. Uh, look nice with a black t-shirt, Dr. Kyle. Maybe a black t-shirt and uh, some nice sneakers. You're uh, yeah. You're a fashionable guy. Yeah, I mean, I got my plain green tee on, and every every once in a while I go plain white, and every once in a while I go plain black. So, yeah, give me, uh, give me the, 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 the This would mix right in with that black or that white. You wouldn't want to go green on green because then you would look like an olive. <laughs> But, but by the way, uh, have you seen the the new fleet feature on Twitter? And if you have, what are what are your thoughts? Uh, Memphis, I've seen your fleet, and let me tell you, you I'm look the king great. of fleet, baby. I'm the you king. You look great in the hate brand shorts, deadlift, and let me tell you that my my first fleet. It's it's might as well be an Instagram story for the love of God. But my first fleet was a picture of me deadlifting in a pair of the uh, the, the the chrome and gray 
goat shorts from uh, Hate Brand Goods. I'll post some more pictures now that because mo- most of our listeners here at the Fabulous Big Bet and the Dynasty War Zone, they are um, more Twitter users than Instagram users. But we're going to bring them around. They're going to be checking out the fleet, and you're going to be seeing the Hate Brand shorts. So check them out. That's the HVIII.com. And use promo code Memphis at checkout, and you'll save a couple of bucks. Dr. Kyle, did did you get in any DFS action last week? Oh, I got in, and I uh, very quickly got out without any extra money in hand. Man, uh, man, just that that Ram Seahawks game, like the zero passing touchdowns for Jared Goff. Um, so, you know, the cup wood stack that I had in a couple of lineups didn't go so well. And then of course I stacked Murray, Kyler Murray, that is with Christian Kirk and it was not a Christian Kirk week. Um, so yeah, yeah, nothing to write home about this week in DFS. And, but look, I'm not like, like we talked about last week, I'm not trying to turn two bucks into four bucks. Um, you know, I'm, I'm now on the, let's try and turn $4 into hundreds of dollars or, you know, a million dollars would be great. Like I'd rather do this and try and scratch off a lottery ticket. This is fun. I like the strategy. I like the thought process. Exactly. I mean, not to, again, there are gambling touts. A tout is anyone that takes money for advice. So if you go to a gambling tout, there's this sports analytics one on Instagram you pay them a fee, and it's pretty fucking exorbitant, but you pay them a fee, and they, they feed you with picks, and then you bet the picks, and hopefully you make the fee back and then some. And then the same thing with DFS. My problem with paying for DFS information is that you're already paying your entry fee, sometimes sometimes multiple entry fees, and then you're going to pay for this service on top of them? I, I don't get it. Because here's the thing. Dr. Kyle, if you had the recipe to win millions and thousands and lots of dollars, would you give it away? Would you even sell it? Or would you just make all the money yourself and go live on a private island? Because that's what yeah, I would do. Yeah, okay. I no, no offense. <laughs> yeah, screw y'all. No offense. but I'm, I'm trying to help you guys with some betting props. And for those of us that are working class guys and gals, and we want to get down a 20 spot on a, on a football game on a given weekend, that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're the people's podcast and always will be. But I don't get it, man. Um, Dr. Kyle, have you ever tried to buy a pair of like really fancy sneakers? Or maybe you struck out trying to buy a PS5 or the new Xbox. Has, has that ever happened to you? Uh, not my thing, but let's go with it. Yeah, let's let's say I didn't get the Air Force Ones of the year. The Air Force Ones. I, I think a lot of people can relate to striking out on an Xbox right now. Yeah. Uh, I, I think a lot of people are trying to get the new Xbox or trying to get the new PlayStation. And they struck out. And why? Because they couldn't beat the bots. They have these bots that go around and they buy up all this stuff so that the people in charge of the bots can then flip those things on the secondary market for more money. Now let's enter the bots into the... This is the dirty little secret that no one in DFS wants you to know. These 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 people are playing multiple entries. They're playing max entries in some cases... Um, if you think it back to that bachelorette scam back during the uh, the playoffs with, with DFS, they're playing multiple lineups. They have multiple accounts. And here's the thing: you can't win, but it's still fun. I, I look at I look at DFS as fun. And if you look at it as anything but that, I think you're barking up the wrong tree, because there's so much more money to be made consistently betting props, betting overs, betting games. Then you'll make in DFS because I'll give you examples. So can, can I tell you the roster that I had last week? No, please do not. 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to. So, 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 I, so I, 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 I did have a miss on my QB uh, wide receiver stack. I had Jared Goff and Cooper Cup. And Cooper Cup looked like he was going to get off to a great start. He had like 50 yards on his first two catches, wound it up with like five for 59. How the, how the hell does that happen? And then Jared Goff. It's, it's like he gets him down to the four-yard line, and we, we hand it off to Daryl Henderson, and we hand it off to Malcolm Brown. So he, he, he had like 204, because I bet that was one of my big player props last week was him over 290 passing yards, which he got there pretty comfortably. It wasn't much of a sweat, but, but he just didn't convert any, any touchdowns. All the mm-hmm. touchdowns were, went in via the three they had, all went in via the running game. But, but I had DeAndre Swift. I had, I had Antonio Gibson, and I had um, uh, James Robinson as my three running backs. I had Stephon Diggs. I had T. Higgins. Logan Thomas didn't do much. But my point is, is that you can hit four or five or six of these guys and, and still not get in the money. So it's fun. It's it's a thing. I know it's it's not our thing, but we put a lot of work into it because we want to understand this process. Mm-hmm. So th- that's what we're doing. Um, that's how I would recommend you play DFS. If you're a hardcore DFS player, um, there's plenty of grinders out there that are willing to sell you a service. But I want you to do me a favor. I want you to do me a favor if you're paying for a DFS service. This is what I want you to do. I, I want you to keep an accurate book the rest of the year. So take whatever you paid for the service. For easy math, let's say you paid 160 bucks for the year. So that's 10 bucks a week. So you have to win 10 bucks every single week before you pay an entry fee. Because let's say, let's say your entry fee is $5, okay? Now you have to hit $15 to break even for a given week. So I want you to go through. I want you to add in what you've put in on DFS and what you potentially paid for a tout service. And just keep a record the rest of the year. I want the fractional percentage of what you've spent on the tout. So if it's 16 games... I want to know what you're paying for these last seven. And then I want to know what your entry fees are. And you can round. And then, then I want to know what you actually win. And you know what? If you want to share it, cool. If you don't, that's cool too. But that's just an exercise to do. You should be keeping a spreadsheet because I play for money. Do you play for money, Dr. Kyle? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm not playing for funsies. So, oh, so, so, so just keep track of your DFS expenditures. And if you consider it a hobby, if you consider it like I've got a good friend named Nate who considers his fantasy football gambling and like a night out right now. Nate, we're all, quarter, I have this no, friend. no, he's, he's actually a real person. You can follow <laughs> him on Twitter kidding. at Nathan Pilmer, uh, <laughs> AKA the dynasty dog, a great dude. Um, but he considers this to be like his entertainment money. He and his yeah. wife are not going out in public. They, uh, uh, they live in a state where it's required, but they weren't doing a lot anyway. But they're both working from home, so they you know they they continue to make their their salaries. So instead of going out in the town for a dinner and drinks and you know things of that nature, instead of spending that sixty, seventy five, eighty five bucks on a given weekend, he fires that at some DFS. He fires that at some some gambling, and that's cool. He considers that part of his entertainment, but I don't. First of all, I'm way too competitive to do anything for funsies. And if I win, I win. If I lose, I lose. I grind too hard. And I think that's part of uh, my, uh, my issue with, with DFS. I feel like I grind so hard that I should be making a lot more money doing it. Maybe that's it. Maybe I'm just a fucking hater, Dr. Kyle. I'm just it's a okay. Fu- Let's I'm, be haters. I'm just a fucking hater. That, that, that has to be 
that has to be what it is. So I'm, I'm going to get mine as soon as I can get the FanDuel app to open for me. So here's here's what I'm shooting at. So this is this is a really interesting week because you got no Russell Wilson, yeah. you got no Kyler Murray, you got no Drew Brees, you got no Josh Allen. Uh, a lot of the guys, there's no no uh, no Patrick Mahomes. He's on Sunday Night Football. It's a really really wild week. A couple of guys that I looked at. I think we both went with Matt Ryan. Is that correct? Faux show. I debated Jameis Winston. This has got one of the higher over-unders on the board. I just, I cannot, I cannot for the life of me convince myself today. This could change. I could not convince myself to. Uh, hey, what's, what's, what's Taysom Hill? Let's look at that real quick because that could be an interesting one. Is Taysom Hill a quarterback in uh, FanDuel right now? We are looking live. We are live yeah. on YouTube and um, I will hit this. I don't think gonna, he is. Yeah, I don't think he is either. That was an ESPN only thing. So what is he? Is he a running back or is he a tight end? He's, I believe he's listed as a quarterback. This makes riveting radio. He's a tight end. Okay. Is is he a tight end? Taysom Hill is a tight end. He's only $4,500. On FanDuel? On FanDuel. That seems like we got to squeeze. Like, I mean, Logan Thomas, who I liked uh, against Cincinnati this week, is fifty two hundred. You can get Taysom Hill for forty five hundred. I mean, I'm sure it's like I'm sure people will like him. I'm sure he'll probably have a higher ownership percentage. Oh, he should. Rice with that over under. It's not like they're playing, you know, the Colts or the Steelers or well, you're, the Rams. You're hitting a half a super flex. No, yeah. it's, a, it, it's it's a gamble. Currently in my tight end position. I have uh, 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 Parham, the kid from the uh, the Chargers. But man, if I can get a guy with some some QB upside, yep, there he is. Sure enough, forty five hundred bucks. I I mean, how do you not, Doctor Kyle? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the, the fact that Donald Parham is only two hundred dollars. Like Jay Sternberger, Ryan Izzo, Vance McDonald, and Ian Thomas are the the few guys between. Donald Parham and Taysom Hill, you gotta. I I uh, I just made that edit as we speak. All right. Also in this lineup, I am going back to the well with all the same running backs. Alvin Kamara. Even though the Falcons are very tough against the run, Alvin Kamara in full point PPR. Now we're talking FanDuel, which is half point PPR. They, it's Alvin Kamara in full point. He's averaging twenty eight points a game. So even if he drops down to 22 in FanDuel, I'm still in. I'm also going back to DeAndre Swift. Uh, He's now the starter. He's way involved in the passing game. Don't know if uh, Matt Stafford's going to go with his thumb injury. Dr. Kyle, what did you say about that on the MRI podcast, the most reliable injury report? So it doesn't sound like anything too serious. It sounds like it's a ligament um, uh, sprain. Uh, but it sounds like he's going to go this week. But if there's anything to take from that, it's you know a guy who can't grip the ball as well as he could previously. I would expect maybe some more checkdowns, some more running back, tight end, closer to the line of scrimmage action than uh, than the deep ball we're used to seeing from Stafford. So I, I'm on Swift this week too. He's in my lineup for sure. Yeah, I mean, typical DFS fair for Dr. Kyle and I. We're we're going with the high over-unders. And like I said, this is a really weird week. Again, you can just count them out. Kyler, Russ, Allen, Drew Brees, Mahomes, Brady, 
Goff. There are seven guys that you've used at some point throughout the season that you're not going to have access to. So I think Matt Ryan is going to be a very popular one. Jameis will be a very popular one as well. Do you have any? Before we wrap this thing up and go home, do you have any? Uh, do you have any contrarian plays? Because I have one big one. I mean, I'm on Mike Davis this week. He's going against Detroit, which is the worst team against the running back in fantasy football. We know McCaffrey's that, that take is so bad that I can hear the cops coming to lock you up in the background. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. So, yeah, so I'm going to be on the Mike Davis uh, mobile this week. And then, um, you know, I love Terry McLaren in every format every week. But uh, I think Alex Smith is now going on his third game in a row roughly for the uh the the football team it never gets old just saying the football team the quarterback of the football team is alex smith and he will be playing against the cincinnati bungles who suck all across the board on defense so give me some terry mclaren as my wide receiver one but i really like um you know denzel mims is only 5400 i know on fanduel it says that the chargers are the sixth best defense against wide receivers but i gotta think that there's some some stats behind that stat that say like the the chargers are playing from behind so much that the other team is just constantly running the ball in the second half um and i like that over in that game that's my 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 fabulous big bet so give me some denzel mims and then deontay johnson uh you know if he's playing four quarters he's drawing a lot of targets from big ben um so those are my my big plays and then I'm, i'm on matt ryan as well all right, we we have a lot of similar guys. I got some Matt Ryan in there. You you talked me off Logan Thomas, and I put in Taysom Hill. You know he's going to get some goal line work. You know he's you know he's going to be all over the place. And dude, tight end is a barren wasteland of sadness and 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 tears. I I do have one one counterintuitive play. Are you ready? Let's hear it. A bit of a homer alert, but. He shouldn't be uh, widely owned, and that's going to be Jonathan Taylor, and here's why. Um, There's a great reference that I use. I mentioned the guys at pregame.com earlier. This one comes from Pro Football Reference. And defenses versus the running back. Only the Detroit Lions have given up more fan duel points to opposing running backs than the Green Bay Packers. Detroit gives up 33.2, so maybe I need to figure out – uh, I don't know, be like my co-host and get Mike Davis in there. But Green Bay, Green Bay gives up 28.6 fan duel points to the running back. Now, I know Naheem Hines is going to be involved. I know that Jordan Wilkins is going to be involved. But I also know that that the low ownership, it's the risk versus the reward. He's only yeah. 5,700 on fan duel. And would I rather pay that or would I rather pay up and pay – you know, 7,000, 7,200 for James Robinson against against Pittsburgh. I'm going to take a big gamble because it's $4. I mean, and, yeah. and if, I'm, if I'm right, I'm splitting this million all amongst myself. So, Dr. Kyle, another interesting show. Um, one thing before we get out of here, we'll make sure I cover what's going on next week. So, Dr. Kyle's traveling for Thanksgiving, and he and I are going to jump on early in the week. We are going to record the fabulous big bet on Monday evening. You will be able to consume that in video version on Monday evening. But the podcast version will hit your earwaves. 
your airwaves and your earwaves on Thursday morning. So when you wake up and you got to drive to grandma's or you wake up and you got to go, we're going to make sure to try to give you some Thursday goodness. We're going to try to give you some Sunday goodness. And we're going to give you uh, a ways to make some money. So the schedule for next week here at the DWZ Sports Network, uh, Monday will be uh, Dynasty Table Talk with Maddie. Uh, maybe try to squeeze in an injury report. Monday evening will be the Fabulous Big Bet on YouTube. Tuesday will be Dynasty Table Talk with Maddie on uh, podcast. And then that evening, we're getting the gang together. Might even try to bring some friends over. We might do Friendsgiving via podcast over at the Dynasty War Zone. And we're going to play a little buy, sell, hold. And that, that'll be a good time. That'll be your Wednesday podcast. And then Wednesday evening, there will be no YouTube live stream. But Thursday morning, there will be a podcast. No pod on Friday. And then a people's prop cast on Saturday. So there you go. Dr. Kyle, let's get out of here. Yeah, we got Thanksgiving's Stop. coming up. It's the it's the fucking football season. Like if there's an ever an epitome, a microcosm, uh, a, a buildup of where we are, it's like football, Thanksgiving. We should all enjoy it. Be in the moment. Enjoy your family or fucking hate them because it's also just as reasonable to hate them as much as you like them. But at least try and enjoy the turkey, cover it in gravy and stuffing and all of the sides and and have a good time next week, people, because, you know, really none of this shit matters. Like, it's great. It's fun. We love what we do. We love to to help everybody out. But at the end of the day, like, let's just – Let's just enjoy each other, enjoy the, the times we should enjoy, and, and move on and, and enjoy some football because that's what we're really here for. That's right. We're here for the big football weekend, guys. We're getting football on Thursday night with the, the Seahawks and Cardinals. We're going to get football all day Sunday, a great Monday night game. Then three Thursday games, and then we're right back to another week. Uh, hope this is treating you well. Hope you're making money with us. Make sure you go over to mybookie.ag. Use that promo code DWZ Memphis. It's the oddest relationship in the world. It's where we're giving you the 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 pieces to the puzzle to be our sponsor out of money. I, I stand here flabbergasted, befuddled, and confused. But hey, that that's what we do. And on behalf of that man, he is the dirtiest player in the game today. His name is Dr. Kyle Bowser. I am your host, Memphis, at DWZ Memphis, and we will see you back here on the Fabulous Big Bet, and we remind you that money won is twice as sweet as money earned. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Have a great night. Hey, guys. Nick Burnett here. Just wanted to kind of give some information on why I joined the Patreon, why I'm part of the Dynasty Warzone uh, team. Downloaded the Dynasty Warzone podcast. It took one day to join the Patreon. Reached out to Memphis about a situation with one of my rosters. And the kind of feedback I got was, hey, Nick, why don't you give me a call? Uh, We went down my roster and he helped me pull off a couple moves that put me ahead when I thought I was going to be in rebuild mode this year. And that's just part of what comes with the Patreon. Uh, Just uh, trade talks, just good interaction with guys that love fantasy football. Uh, Whether it's 10 o'clock at night or 3 o'clock in the morning, there's always going to be fantasy football talk, whether it's redraft, whether it's dynasty. I joined a couple leagues with the Patreon members, and it's the same thing. Even Even while we're drafting, we're still shooting ideas at each other. And if that sounds like something that you want to be a part of, pause the podcast now. 
join the Patreon and join a, join a great fantasy football group, but more like a fantasy football family.